Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Today's episode is also brought to you by Footpost, the number one soccer giveaway app on Apple and iOS. Download the Footpost app today. Yo, what up, everyone? Daniel, welcome to the live. Diego, what's going on? Christo joined in. What up? Sarah, what's going on? Happy to see you. Christian underscore goat, what's happening? Very solid Shay is joined in. M.A.S. Journalist has joined in, and I hate sand. Yeah, sand can get annoying at times, right? Um, Serena just joined in. What up? Big ups. Uh, David07, big mans, what's happening? Uh, Sarah taking notes, ready to take, diligently take notes. Uh, Very solid Shay, not too much. MV Pimp13, what's going on? Uh, The one known as Anthony, haven't seen you in a little while. What's going on? Yeah, he said, long time no see. Welcome back. Happy to see you guys. Uh, it's It's making me feel good. Making me feel good. Because you know what it is. It is another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show with your one and only host, 11-year MLS pro, Quincy Ameriqua. I'm currently under contract with DC United, but I am also currently out of contract as of December 31st. I am a free agent or will be a free agent. I am a free agent. Technically, the season's over, so I'm a free agent. Um, so, Yeah. On this show, for those of you who are joining in live and haven't been a part of the show in the past, and those of you listening in over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio, because now we're live and streaming on all your favorite audio platforms, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, all of those channels. So you can listen to all of the replays of the Hashtag Ask Soccer Pro Show, as well as all the other shows that we've got coming out here soon, like the Perfect Soccer Podcast, PS Clips, Perfect Soccer Hour, Quincy Talks. Oh, you guys, in my off-season is when I get to work. And that's what we've been doing. We've been putting in a lot of work this year. And today's episode 49, so welcome to episode 49, with the theme of the day being self-reflection and how we got here. It's feeling good. It's, it just feels right. It just feels right. And I'm happy to have you guys here because on this show, we talk about the MSL, the Mental Strength League. And you might have just asked yourself, wait, Quincy, I thought you said you're in the MLS. That's correct. I do play Major League Soccer, but the reason I've been able to play for over 11 years now, for over 10 years now, completing my 11th year and uh, potentially going into year 12, has been because of the MSL, the Mental Strength League. It is a philosophy, a mindset, a game that I developed to play in my mind. It's almost like 4D chess. 
to help me accomplish my goals. And uh, on this show, I like to discuss it. Everyone knows that I'm in your head emojis. We're out here killing internet trolls. Oh, welcome, uh, Douglas, coming back in, uh, consistent with his hatred, his online negativity and hatred. Uh, never fails, but always giving us his attention and his time. So thank you for the precious gift of your life and time that you will never get back because you want to spend it on us talking trash. So thank you, Doug. I hope, you, uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, yeah, so that's what we talk about. We talk about dealing with the haters and negativity and people who have nothing better th- to do, uh, just like Douglas here. Um, and we discuss about how to use their negativity and people's doubt of you to propel you forward and to keep focused on the goal that you've set for yourself. And uh, yeah, let's get into it, really. Those of you who have some questions for me, please drop them in the co- in the question box. If you can hear me all right, spam that heart button so I know that everything's all right and we're good to go. Uh, Sammy, welcome in. Andy, Pithead, what's going on? Happy to see you. Christian, you are correct. I'm deeply, deeply in his head. Um, those that hate are too afraid to do what you want it, to do what they want to do. Yeah, I mean, it's just fear. When people are super negative and they want to hate on you and tear you down, it's because they're scared. They're scared. They're insecure and they're scared. And all you can do is really feel sorry for them because someone hurt them or they hurt themselves. Now, someone hurt them, so they hurt themselves. Um, Christian said, also, I listen to you uh, to your podcast in school on Spotify. Hey, I like that. I appreciate the support. And those of you who um, have now become aware of our um, podcast over on those platforms, a lot of you were saying it was difficult to be able to uh, listen to and watch through YouTube because a lot of the stuff was done on video. Uh, now podcast lets you stream it anywhere at any time. And uh, the whole team has been helping us do that. Paul over at PG Sports has come on as our audio engineer, and he's been uh, helping us to get all that up and running. And um, Todor, our lead lead editing direct, excuse me, editing director, is making sure to help us get everything downloaded and edited and chopped up and reshared on all of our platforms within 24 hours. You'll notice Sarah is also in here um, helping manage the community, and Katie joins us as well too. Uh, Sarah helps take the notes. Um, bring the day's lesson and everything together and helps me get the articles written and published in a much more timely manner. So if you guys haven't, make sure you join the MSL newsletter, uh, perfectsoccerskills.com slash MSL newsletter, and uh, go over to quincyamerica.com slash about and uh, join join the weekly newsletters. So um, you guys can get all that MSL knowledge downloaded into your brains on a weekly basis. So... There's that on updates, but happy to get get into the questions and stuff for the day. So let's see what we got here. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna do that. How how I feel? Mm, how I feel listening to Perfect Soccer Radio? Just downloading that knowledge. What was that? There's a couple of dope memes that we had over here. Just yeah. <laughs> loving the memes over there on uh, on Twitter. So let's see. I hate sand. Said better. You better come to Atlanta. Hmm. Hmm. 
the conversations are are being had with with a couple of teams so uh, as you guys know nothing is nothing is certain in professional sports until you have a contract in hand so conversations are just conversations but uh, I think as a result of the community uh, definitely having some fun and sharing my soccer CV with uh, your local teams, general managers, coaches, technical staff, front office staff. Keep doing that. Quincy, uh, PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash QuincyCV. Uh, it is definitely helping get those conversations started and going and teams are starting to reach out. So this is an interesting part of the process, especially free agency year. This is my second time dealing with free agency, not necessarily my uh, second time dealing with you know the whole process of of being out of contract, but um, it's good to get the conversation started early, and um, you know any and all references and your guys' help is much appreciated. Um, let's see. I hate sand asks, are you going to stay in DC? Or are you considering moving to a more southern team? Um, as of right now. It doesn't look like I'll be coming back to D.C., but I've seen crazier things happen. Um, sometimes it takes people time to to truly understand your value. And sometimes people want to deny you your value for their own benefit. And that is part of the business. That's part of the game. That's how it works. But, as I said, today's theme is self-reflection and how you got here. I did not get here by mistake. This was not by accident. Okay? You need to design a process that puts you in a win-win situation at the end of the day. So, what does that mean? That means, if you want to survive in the professional sports world for any duration time, any duration of time longer than just getting in the door, if you happen to be able to make it in the door. The best way to go about doing that, in my opinion, is understanding that in this world, many people will make you many promises. And sometimes they might have good intentions, like they really believe in their abilities, they really believe in what they'll be able to do for you, they really believe in, in what they're saying to you in the moment. But I think a mistake a lot of young players and people make is they take everything that everyone says at faith. They take everything that everybody says as gospel, as promise, as a guarantee of the future, and they put all their eggs into that basket. And they and they 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 put too much stock in the words of other people because, in my opinion. What it really does is it allows them to blame someone other than themselves if it doesn't work out. And if you're wanting to be in this in this business and you want to be successful and stick around, and success in in my opinion is uh, being around for a long duration of time, you you have to create a process in which uh, create a process where when someone who's made a promise to you uh, doesn't work out and doesn't fulfill in that promise you are not left holding the bag with no other options and nothing and no nowhere to go and nothing to do. 
And many players do not do that because they believe everything that they're told because they want to believe. Who doesn't want to believe what other people are telling you? Um, but in this world, doing that can be your downfall. That can be the reason why you could be sitting here in your offseason um, with no options, no teams, and nowhere to go. And that is usually the situation that many players find themselves in because at some point in time earlier in the year, they made a decision that what they were doing was good enough and then they're going to bank or rely on the word of someone else who, who spoke to them. Instead of, this is, instead of, and this is what I do, and I think this is the, I, I attribute a big reason why I'm still playing because of this. Someone tells me something and says, makes a promise to me about the future or what's going to happen or whatever's going to happen in the future. And I believe them. I don't say that I don't believe them. I believe them. But what I go and do is I do two things. One, I do the work as if they were telling me the truth. So I still do the work that's required for them if they tell me the truth. But I also go and do the work in my free time that I would need to do to be okay if what they told me wasn't true. If I end up finding out that what they told me wasn't true, that I'd be okay. So let's use an example. I was talking to Sarah about this when we were discussing writing an article, and I think that this is a pretty easy way to think about it. Um, if on day one in January, January 1st, uh, you tell me, Quincy, give me $100 and I will give you your $100 back in six months. I will believe you and I will give you that $100. What I see most players do is they chill, they don't do anything, and they just coast for six months, and then on six months, they're just going like, yeah, no, 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 uh, they said they're going to give me 100 bucks, so everything's good, everything's going to be okay. Then on month six, they go to the person and they say, hey, where's my 100 bucks? That person goes, oh my gosh, you wouldn't, you, it was crazy, I had to spend money on this, and then gas, and then my car broke down, and I ran out of this, and I ran out of that, and da da da. I don't have the 100 dollars, and you know what I mean? Like, what do you want me to do? Most players then get mad at that person, like, what the hell? You told me you're going to give me 100 dollars, you're giving me 100 dollars back, I was, I was trusting you, I was banking on this, like, I need this 100 dollars, I can't go, I can't now go to my other place where I was going to be able to get to because, because I was relying on that 100 dollars. Uh, this seems to be the problem that many people run into all the time is because they're banking on that. I'm not saying don't trust the person that give them the $100. What I'm expressing to you is if you give them the $100, like in this analogy, um, over the six months while you're waiting to recoup or get your $100 back on the word of the person that told you that, that they would, and you can replace $100 for anything, like I'm going to get you a trial in six months, or if you work really hard, we're going to re-sign you, or we're going to give you a new contract. Or we're going to do like it doesn't matter what someone's promising you. It's just if they're promising you promising you something in the future. Between day one and month six, I am doing all the work that I need to do so that if they give me the money back in, uh, or so, let me sorry, let me back up. What I'm doing is I'm going and I'm doing the work, assuming that. They're not going to have the $100 for me six months from now. So that doesn't mean like I tell them, oh, you're not going to pay me and I, I, I don't care if you don't pay me. I want they, I need them to pay me. I want them to pay me. My expectation is that they pay me. And they know that the expectation is that they pay me. But I'm not going to hassle them over the six months about paying me. I'm not going to remind them about it. I'm not going to make them feel bad about it and constantly nag them. I'm just going to leave them alone. I'm going to let them do their own thing. I trust them. I'm going to allow them to do what they said that they're going to do and I'll see them in six months. But over those six months, I'm going to go work in my free time and generate $100 on my own, just extra, an extra $100, so that on month six, 
there's only two things that can happen. One, they have my hundred dollars, and or, there's multiple things that can happen. But the the main point is they have my hundred dollars and they're giving it back to me, which means I have my original hundred dollars. And I have the $100 that I made over six months. And I have someone who I can trust with $100. Someone whose word I can, I can more, uh, more, re- more readily and um, confidently rely on moving forward. So I have a huge win. Someone I know I can trust, a stronger relationship, someone who trusts that I'm not going to nag them and bother them to get their money back and pay, pay them back. Um, I have my $100 of my original money and I have the $100 that I made and did the work to get there. If that person is nowhere to be found and they're not paying me back, now I have, it's, a, it's still a win-win because I have the lesson learned from knowing that this isn't someone who I can rely on in the future. So maybe I lose $100 now, but that's better than losing $1,000 later in the future. So I'd rather lose a little bit of money now than a lot of money later, right? I uh, now know not to waste my time uh, developing uh, a relationship with them moving forward, um, depending on the reasons why they don't have the money, right? I also have my original $100 back. So I'm, I'm just starting at the same place that I was back then, but I'm not in the hole and I'm not without options because I still have that original money there. So hopefully you guys are understanding that concept um, of how to approach it and how to go about it. Because uh, a lot of people don't do that and that's why they end up being kind of screwed when they end up reflecting, they end up getting to that six months and it could be six hours from now, it could be six months, it could be six years, whatever that, whatever the case is. The point is most people are, um, uh, most people are, are unable at that moment when they're self-reflecting to take responsibility for not being prepared or in a situation that they can they can uh, move forward from because they're dwelling on the fact that the person who made a promise to them screwed them over. Um, I'm not saying that people should screw you over and that that's okay. What I'm expressing is, especially in this world of professional sports, that's that's gonna happen a lot. And um, it's going to take you time to learn the skill set to to understand who are the types of people who you can trust and who are the types of people who um, you can't. And, um, you know, at different stages in your career, <laughs> you need different things. And uh, when you rely too heavily on, when you rely too heavily on the word of someone else without doing the work outside of them, if it doesn't work out, you don't have you don't have anything. You don't have anyone to blame but yourself, but most players in that moment choose to blame everyone but themselves. And that's, for me, the difference between someone who makes it very, uh, a very long time in this, in this world and someone who, um, someone who doesn't make it and continually gets taken advantage of or doesn't uh, figure it out. Um, let's see what we got here. <laughs> We go. Uh, Sammy had sent, hey, Quincy, I can't be here live since I have training in two minutes, so I'll check the replay. This is my problem. Okay. Yo, shout out Sammy. 
when you're watching this replay, we still saw your question come in. Thanks for stopping in, even even though it was only for a quick quick minute. I'm glad that you're able to catch the replay uh, after training. But put in, keep putting in that work. Happy to hear it. Uh, Cohen Cameron, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, the one known as Anthony asked, "What are your thoughts on combines such as PSC and a AX soccer?" I'm not, I'm not too familiar with, with those. If you give me a little bit more context, maybe I could, I could share a little bit more. But are you saying like, just those? Yeah, I'm not sure what that, what that is. Uh, Daisy said, "We need you here in LA since you ran out, uh, ran our forward out of the MLS." <laughs> yeah, no, you guys, you guys are missing Mr. Zlatan and uh, Pontius, right? Have you guys, have you guys gotten replacement strikers yet? I don't, I haven't really been plugged in on that, so I'm not too sure on that. Uh, McNasty twenty twenty o two said, "Heard Nashville for you." Yeah, I think. Um, you might be remembering Ross was on the live a couple weeks ago and was talking about Nashville because uh, Gary Smith's the head coach, and um, that was that was our head coach when we were with Colorado Rapids back in 2010. So I think he, he was talking about uh, bringing the boys back together and uh, me joining them, but it was taken out of context by one of the one of the MLS news accounts. Sarah, thank you for that. People hate on me because I'm autistic and be became a semi-pro. I don't even care what they got to say because their level is too low for my liking. Love that. Positivity, self-confidence. Uh, New York is blue and white. Said what up? Hello, hello. How are you? Thanks for joining in. Ultimate Soccer Academy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Let's see what we got. A-Z-I-Z -Z underscore M-A-A-C-H-E. Just joined in. What's going on? Happy to see you. Leonardo just joined in the live. What's up? Um, let's see. So, okay. If you guys, uh, sometimes I end up falling behind on the, on the, what do you call it? I don't even know the feed. So drop a couple of your questions in the question box and I will, I will get to them or anybody who has any, anything that is going on, what's new and what's going on in your world. Share, share with me and let me know. Uh, devil underscore psycho joined in. What up? Welcome. I'm liking this new. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking how I can start sharing. 
all of this stuff. Yeah, and I just recently saw, I don't know if you guys saw, I posted on my on my account, Amobia Kugo has uh, launched his YouTube channel. I think he had his YouTube channel up before, but he's kind of relaunching his series, what he's got going on right there, like his off-season series. He's been doing a lot of really cool stuff, been following him for a while. He's got his frugal athlete. Um, I, I just bought one of his... Um, hoodies on his website. I don't know if you guys have checked that out. You definitely want to go and uh, see what he's got going on over there. Um, yeah, I posted this. Yeah, that's that's him. Um, and he's got his YouTube stuff going up on that. So if you guys haven't checked him out and seen what he's up to, you, you should definitely do that. Uh, uh, one known as Anthony said, what advice can you give youth players who want to play pro soccer? Ooh, okay. I think the advice that I could I could give to youth players who want to play pro soccer is to approach the game approach the game and play the game for the reasons why you love the game. Uh, I don't think I don't think the best approach is to approach as a youth player just to become a pro player. Um, I think you play the game because you enjoy it and it's fun. And I think if you take it really seriously and you do the extra work and you get in the reps because that's what you enjoy doing and you love doing it, pro can become an option one day. Um, but just on a sheer statistic ba statistical basis, uh, the likelihood that you become a pro is very low. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't uh, aspire to become one or you shouldn't work hard to 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 get to a professional level but I don't think you have to start you don't have to start out with with the idea being set on becoming a pro in order to make that happen I think I think you should focus on playing the game for the reasons why you love the game and as you get older and and your love for the game turns into something that you wanted to, to want to do it as your profession I think you can make that transition into the professional to wanting it to be pro professional but I think the thing that youth players fail to understand is that once it's professional you're not doing it for fun you're doing it you're doing it for a job as a career and it's work and once it becomes that the dynamic is completely different and and um, once money's involved it's not it's not the same as it is at youth at the youth level and the college level. So it really comes down to, for me. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. You're not going at it as a professional because you want to enjoy what you're doing all the time is really what it is. Like to be pro, and I've said it before, like 95% of being a pro is boring. Most of it is boring. It's just repetitive stuff that you don't necessarily want to do and preparing for 
the moments that you want to be a part of, but at the pro level, there's no guarantee that you will get to be a part of those things. Because at, at the professional level, it's all about winning, and the head coach decides who he's playing and who he's not and I'm at the men's level, and I'm, I'd assume it'd be the same at the, at the women's level, uh, based on whatever parameters or reason that they choose or they decide, um, which is the total opposite at youth. But I do hear youth is getting much more much more regimented, much more disciplined, and it's, and it's less to do with enjoyment of the game and development of players and more to do with, you know, um, creating a business out of getting people to, selling people on the dream of, of professional. I think my, my real point that I'm, I'm making here and wanting, wanting to share is um, I think too many youth players are sold on the dream of professional, on professional sports, because they believe that that it it's something that it's not. And I I want to do my best to make sure that when you guys ask me questions, I'm being honest with you uh, in a manner so that you can make the most informed decision that you want. If after, you know, you hear what I say and you go, yeah, I want to go pro even more, um, then that's great because that means you have the truthful, honest information and you're going forward with your eyes open. When I'm sharing this and I'm speaking to you the way that I am is because um, when you get to look back and you self-reflect, for me, I would I prefer to um, have gone into something knowing what I was going into rather than find out that it was completely the opposite of what I believed it to be in the beginning. Um, but I know each person approaches it differently. But here on this platform and uh, on this show, I'm always sharing with you guys um, my truth from my perspective and my experience. So let's see. Uh, Douglas said, Quincy jumped from team to team and making so little money is not the norm, young ones. So yeah, Doug always makes a lot of, uh, a lot of funny points. Because he determines success in the sport based on the number he sees online as to the money that players are compensated in their contracts. What Doug fails to realize and understand is that there are other ways of generating revenue outside of a player's contract, for one. And then also, different organizations do different deals with different players in different capacities, which is another um, also Doug says jumping from team to team, but all what he's not understanding when he's saying that is multiple teams are interested in my services for different reasons. And the way in which I've approached my career has been one that I've been preparing for my post career. And, uh, I have, I have aspirations and goals beyond the professional game. And a couple of years ago, um, I came to the realization that the way in which I played the game naturally, more so I'm, I'm more of a physical physical player, athletic player. And when I started looking at players who had my body type and were playing, playing the physical game the way that I was playing that game um, at a younger age, I realized that those guys didn't have much of a shelf life. They didn't, they didn't last too long. Their careers ended definitely before they were 30 or right at 30. And um, they were banged up and beat up and they had multiple 
multiple knee surgeries. They couldn't, they could barely walk. Their backs were messed up and all that. And, you know, when I was 20, I want to say when I was about 23 or 24, I had made the decision that I went, okay, well, I'm not going to assume that it's different for me. I'm going to assume that, well, if I continue on this path and I continue to just play this way, I believe I will end up, I will end up in a similar situation. And I didn't want that to happen. So at that point in time, and this is why you're seeing here, I brought up the Quincy time, right? Uh, when I joined the Chicago Fire and started Quincy time and um, the, the original YouTube show and series, I, uh, that's when I really started honing in on re, uh, refocusing and retraining my game to transition out of just being uh, an athlete and becoming more of a, a player that is, uh, that is strategic, strategic in the way that he plays on the field as well as athletic. Um, because for me, the way I looked at it is I said, look, if your athleticism goes, then what are you going to do? And I went, oh, okay, well, I need to learn the game from a new perspective and I need to approach it in a different manner. And I think the mentality in which I've approached the game has been good, but like you guys know, MSL, adapt or die, I believe I need to adapt or I will die when MLS eventually makes its transition into the higher, excuse me, the higher level, more tactically uh, driven league that it has ultimately become. Now, uh, what has also been difficult in that transition of making that change is when you're when you come into the league and you come into an environment and people know you as one thing, you get pigeonholed and branded as that one thing. And sometimes, and many times, and most times, it gets it becomes it can become very difficult to um, to rebrand yourself and to be reseen as something that people do not think you to be anymore. So maybe you guys have experienced a time where you've made a mistake in the past and now you understand you made a mistake and you're working past it and you're moving past that mistake, but all the people who knew you when you made a mistake keep bringing it up or won't move on or they keep uh, using that mistake as justification for why they don't believe you this time. Hey, and that's a real thing and that's a real problem and many people have every right to, uh, they have every right to their opinion even if their opinion is wrong. And that can be very difficult to, uh, to navigate and deal with. Um, but the MSL mentality and mindset is a testament to learning how to deal with those things. Because at the end of the day, if someone's wrong, they're wrong. It's just a matter of time before they learn it and realize it. And uh, the bigger their ego and the less they're able to self-reflect as to where they are and how they got there, um, the longer it's going to take for them to see, but also the, the, the greater the fall from grace. So like a lot of people who've made a mistake or a lot of people who don't want to admit that they're wrong have an opportunity to overcome that by acknowledging they made a mistake, admitting it, and then just moving forward and then working to move past it. But a lot of people let this thing get in the way and that's called their ego. And uh, because of their ego, they would rather make the fall 10 times higher and 10 times harder than uh, 
acknowledge the mistake quickly and move forward and move past it. You guys see on our Giphy's that we use, uh, Mental Strength League, make mistakes. You have to make you have to make mistakes to learn. And if if you're so scared of making mistakes that you don't take any action, you won't learn anything. And if you're so scared of people having negative things to say because you make mistakes, you also won't take action. Um, if if people if people really reflected and thought about it. The best lessons you ever learn in life are the mistakes that you've made. Yet, most people won't forgive people for making mistakes, even themselves. And then it makes you wanna wonder, why is that the case? What is the reason why people don't want to forgive others for mistakes? And then again, to me, it ties back to ego because you're, because they're mad that someone didn't do that for them, which is a whole eye for an eye, whole world goes blind type of mentality. And um, when you kind of rise above that, then it's even more it's even more people trying to plot your downfall and pull you down with negativity and doubt and mistrust. Because if you do pull away, it's proof to them that what they're doing is wrong and not working. So, so when you're looking at it from all the different angles and perspectives, you can hopefully better understand why that's what people are doing. And in doing so, can almost feel pity, for lack of a better term, for those individuals, because they'll remain where they are and go lower um, as time goes on. Because the truth, the truth always comes to surface. The truth always comes to the, to to uh, to light. So, let's see. Yes, there said lots of ways to value other players than just looking at their salary. Yes, there are. Um, uh, we were working on a nice, uh, a nice system to help better facilitate that as well to you. Uh, Jordan says we all know Doug loves Quincy deep down. Yeah, I know we know that. No one would spend this much time. No one would spend this much time if they didn't enjoy it and love it and just love the attention. So, um, Leonardo said, does soccer numbers mean anything? Yeah, they mean something to, they mean something to the person who's wanting to use it to justify their position. So, um, doesn't mean it's true could be but i think the thing with soccer is like everything's so subjective just like is it a yellow card i don't know did the ref call it a yellow card no well then was it technically the answer is no you know now you've you've got they've brought var into the game so now stuff that was happening and was normally just part of the game now technically someone if they're paying attention and can rewind the video can overturn the call or 
get you a card or get you kicked out or bring you back or count a goal or not count a goal and stuff like that. So like, um, I think the subjective nature of soccer is what makes it so entertaining and why, uh, why it's, it's so fun. But I think in the law of like averages over a long duration of time, period of time, it all averages out in the sense that like some calls go your way. Some calls don't go your way. Um, at times it can be more difficult because when the time, when it doesn't go your way at the time that you really would like it to, it hurts more or or it's, it's more, there's more emotion behind it and stuff. And then it's also looking at other teams might get the benefit of the doubt more than others. And that, that's also true. That's just the nature of sports because, you know, um, different people find different ways to win and different people value numbers for different reasons. Um, it really comes down to your philosophy and your approach. And at the end of the day, not everybody can win. So there has to be something that's more true than others or than others or more important than others, even if it does even if it doesn't seem fair or you don't you don't like it. Like for instance, you know, it, I think in, in most other leagues in the world, the teams who make the most money or spend the most money win. Is that fair? It depends on how you want to justify fair. Like, do they have more money because they figured out ways to get more money? Then, yeah, they have more money because they figured out ways to earn more money, and then they, they're willing to spend it on players while other teams are not? Okay. just depends on what side you're on. That's why everything is all subjective, perspective. Um, so that's kind of what I, I just enjoy talking about. The, the multi... The multiple layers to things and and understanding how some people see it one way. It's more so how some people – two people can look at the same information and come to completely different conclusions. And I think the only thing that determines what was true is time. Because the only way that people can justify what's happened or the results is is time. Like you look back and you say, okay, that worked – because of this, but someone else will look and say, it's not working because of that. You're literally looking at the same thing. So like, how do you know? You don't know until you get there. And then when you're there, that's when you find out. And that's why I'm going, um, when I'm uh, explaining and describing like self-reflection and um, where everyone is at in the process What do you do when you find out the truth? Do you deny it and then go even deeper or do you accept it and acknowledge it and move forward? Um, Everybody approaches it differently. Uh, Julian asked, does Quincy Ameriqua work? Yes, I do. Most of the time, most of my time, Outside of the game, I am spending working on our company, Perfect Soccer, one of our companies, and then Evolve Marketing and um, and uh, working as a mental strength coach for multiple players. So I think you guys have probably seen over on my Instagram account, CJ Sapong, uh, Chicago Fire Forward. Uh, we've been, he came on board a couple weeks ago. I've been working with him. Uh, Akeem Ward. Earl Edwards is joining on as an intern for Perfect Soccer as well, too. I've been working with him. Ryan Mash, our B-Pro general manager. Uh, Mark Pelosi. Um, Griffin Yao 
over the course of the year, Donovan Pines a bit, um, Chris Durkin. Uh, they also joined in on some of uh, on some of the lives in the in the past. So if you guys haven't already, make sure head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio and listen to the replays with uh, Griffin and Durkin and Earl. Earl joined in on a live as well too in the past. You can get a you can get a good insight as to their um, their mentality and their approach to to everything and then I've been doing a little bit of uh, representation work for a couple couple of uh, a couple of people um, we just just did a deal for uh, Mark Haynes a minute to six podcast and clutch points uh, got that deal done just last week I actually haven't announced it yet on my platform so there you go just announced it <laughs> so I'm uh, yeah, so I'm I'm representing I represent a couple of people and one of the people I represent is Mark Haynes, um, and we just got him a we just got a deal done with him with uh, Clutch Points. So uh, he's brought his uh, his podcast, a minute to six podcast, over to their platform, and um, I think he just just did the first couple this past week. So yes, I do work. Let's see what we got. Okay. Um, Christian asks, how do I manage a lot of schoolwork and soccer at the same time? Manage a lot of schoolwork and soccer at the same time. Um, You have to make a decision that it's important, that school is important to you, just like soccer is important to you. You have enough time. Um, you just don't want to spend the time on the things you don't want to do. Uh, so, but the things you don't want to do, and, and I'm assuming that school is one of the things that you don't want to do has to become a priority for you, uh, because that is going to be the greatest determining factor in your ability to play soccer and the sport that you love. And I think a lot of players make the mistake of thinking that school doesn't matter, or I'm just going to go pro or I'll find this other thing. And, you know, soccer is the only thing, but you can only you can only play soccer so much over the course of the day, like physically. There's like a physical limit to how much training you can do. There's a physical limit to how much work that you can put into it. Um, and even if you're spending six hours a day working on your craft for soccer, you still have the rest of the day. You still, what is that, 18 hours in the day to to dedicate to school and the other aspects of your life. So you can manage that. You just have to decide that it's important that you uh, uh, that you dedicate the time to it. And um, there's no excuse not to, other than you're just being lazy and you don't want to. And that's not a good enough reason. So if you're needing help with how to manage your time and learn how to do that, I recommend you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. Join our, uh, join, become a perfect soccer team member and you'll get access to our time management document. Now this is a, if I had a, I should just have a, what do you call it? A screenshot of it so you guys could see. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a screenshot of it, but, um, 
so as my time is becoming more and more constrained because I'm working with more and more people and more and more people are understanding and learning about the MSL, what it means, how it works, and they're realizing and understanding that my time is limited and my time is very valuable. Uh, one of the requirements that I have for many of the people who I work with is that they have to keep their time management sheet uh, up to date and filled out. If they don't keep it up to date and filled out, then I won't make the time to work with them because I have, I already have limited time as it is. And the time that I do have, I don't want to invest it in people who aren't valuing their time as well as my time. So if you're struggling and wanting to learn how to do that, go over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM, uh, become a team member and you'll get access to our time management document. It also includes um, uh, a training that I put you through on how to use the document, why it's important, why it's valuable, and how to start using it and executing and implementing it. And if you are someone who wants to eventually work with me one day, one-on-one, -on -one, um, that's, uh, that's a requirement. You have to fill that out and keep it up to date if you want to work with me or, or um, speak with me one-on-one. -on -one. So um, if that is a goal of yours and you want to work with me, um, then you might as well get started in implementing and doing that because the win-win is this. If you aren't able to work with me now or sometime in the future, um, it's a win-win because that document and that sheet and that process will be valuable to you in the future, whether, whether or not we work together. And if you do fill it out and you keep up to date with it and we work together in the future, I'll only be able to help, I'll only be able to help you even more. So again, we're all about finding win-win situations here and where worst case scenario means you're still in a good spot. And that's what I'm hopefully sharing with you guys and teaching you how to, uh, how to do. Let's see, uh, Julian, I train every day, even out of my team's practice and try to eat well and all of that, but I notice that other people who train, and I'm not seeing the rest of that question, so I can't answer that in its entirety, so I'm sorry about that maybe if you could type the rest in the uh in the feed here i can get to that let's see sarah asked uh where should someone start with self-reflection to fully understand how they got where they are okay that's a good question let me think where should someone start with self-reflection Self-reflection starts with asking yourself, how could I be wrong? How could I be wrong? Everyone's walking through, I'd say most people are walking through life thinking that they're right about what they're doing. Because if not, then what do you do? Right? So for the most part, everyone believes that they're right because they believe the information they're getting from the people around them or the things that they're reading or they're consuming is telling them the truth or it works for them or will work for them or any of those reasons and any of those things. And that's fine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't believe what people are telling you. Um, what I'm expressing is the only way you can – the only way that I know – how to create a future win-win scenario for myself is to ask myself in this moment, how could I be wrong? How could I be wrong? What are ways in which I, I know why I think I'm right. I understand why I think I right, I'm right. And I'm confident in why I'm right. But I need to spend equal, an equal amount of time thinking about how I could be wrong and what would need to, what would need to be true 
that I don't know that if I knew would let me know I was wrong. So let me think, let me think of an example. So uh, let's use my free agency as as an exa- as a as an example. So I start off at the beginning of the year. Um, I start off at the beginning of the year believing that I'm I'm a much better player today than I was the year before, and my approach to the game from a mental aspect is is uh, is much farther along and progressed and advanced than people believe it to be. Um, I know I've understood I understand my role and I understand how to execute and perform in the capacity that I'm expected to and when I'll be expected to. And I'm undervalued from the perspective of how people are looking at me, right? Those are things that I believe to be true. Now, when I'm starting out at the beginning of the year, I also see that I'm perceived as uh, not as valuable as I believe I am, not to be utilized to the degree that I believe I could be and should be. And um, people aren't thinking that I'm in a position or um, people are thinking I'm I'm in a down a downtrend of my career versus an uptrend of my career, right? So in that moment, I believe that I can believe that they're wrong and they can believe that they're right. And each person is going to navigate and operate under those assumptions. But in that moment at the beginning of the year, the difference between me and what most other people do is I'm going to believe and think they're wrong, but I'm also going to prepare for it as if they were correct. So while I'm still doing all the work that I know I need to do to be ready to go to shut down Zlatan and deny him any goals and scoring any any goals and confusing him like a small child um, in in the box on corner kicks because what am I doing marking Zlatan? There's no reason that a five foot nine person should be marking Zlatan in the box in one of the biggest games of the year, but does and shuts him down and creeps into his head and now is building mental space for everybody to come and enjoy and live in as they learn about the MSL because it takes time for people to learn about the MSL. So no worries. I'm patient, right? But if you think about that, right, like getting to that point in time, it took time. So I'm basically waiting for my opportunity to prove everybody wrong. That still means I have to put in work for six whole months. I have to work as if I have to work as if everybody's right. I have to, and I have to prepare as if I believe everybody's wrong. So I have to do twice as much work and there's no way for me to know who's right until I get my opportunity. And my opportunity doesn't come until that LA Galaxy game, right? And if at any point in time between the beginning of the year and that LA game, I felt sorry for myself or I gave up or I didn't put in the work or I kind of took some plays off, or anything, I'm not going to be ready in that moment, and I'm not going to completely shut that man down so he scores no, no goals. MS, MSL, hashtag MSL greater than MLS, right? Because this man claimed to be MLS, and then he joined, he sees the MSL for the first time, and he panics and freaks out and goes running away from the middle of the goal on a corner kick play before the ball's even kicked. So, like, you know, if you go and do your research and go look at everything, then okay, but if you want to deny reality, go ahead, keep denying reality for even like longer. I don't mind, does not matter to me. Because like I said, the truth is true, whether you believe it or not. 100% of the time, MSL beats Zlatan. 100% of the time, yeah, I was trying to think if there's any, nope, 100% of the time. That's a fact. 
So people who love numbers, go look at those numbers. And be like, oh, well, he's done this, and he did that, and oh, he played here. Well, guess what? I never saw that man play a single game in my life until I played against him. And I was expecting to, like, I was expecting to, like, be impressed. I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone's talking about you. And, uh, nope. Not, not that impressed. And then if you're telling me, oh, yeah, he did this, he uh, he did that. I said, okay, well, he did all that, and then he came and lost to the MSL. So, like, does that mean I, by default, beat all of them? Is that how that works? Like, I really don't understand how it works when people are using all this mental gymnastics to try to, like, flip their way out. Well, he's old, and it's a retirement league, and you suck, and you're bench warm. Okay, so then, like, he sucks? He's not good? He's not good? Or are you saying I got lucky? Okay, that's fine. You want to say I got lucky. But lucky to shut him down on every single play and like for the whole game and then win the game when I'm just a bench warmer who sucks and you know, like is on the downslide and is just an athlete who's stupid and doesn't know what he's doing? Is that I mean, I just want to I I for me, I just want to get it clear so I can understand how this works because, you know, I'm trying to self-reflect here and figure out how I could be wrong. So if you guys could help me figure out how I could be wrong, come up with a couple theories so that we can kind of think through them and work our way through them. Because I'm going over the course of an entire year, this year, and looking at all the data of the limited amount of time I played. Yeah, you know, started three games, one win, two draws. So no losses from starts. And then... Uh, I played the only games I got 90 full minutes in were all the international friendlies against Olympia. What is it? Olympic? I don't know. It's a French team, Puebla, Mexican team, and what was the other one? Real Batiste. Again, I don't know. Those, all, those three teams were the first time I ever heard of those team names and played against them and scored goals against all of those. So what is that? I don't even know. 400-something minutes. 400 minutes played over the course of the entire year. In regular regular season, and then call it what one one eighty. What is that? Two hundred seventy minutes in international friendlies. So that's three goals, four goals, and two assists across all all games and competitions in two thousand nineteen. You know, like that's why when I'm talking to you guys about the MSL mentality, like people aren't going to give you very many opportunities. But when they do, you better be prepared and take full advantage of them. That way, when you get to the end of the year and people have to self-reflect and think about stuff and they try to come up with their millions of different reasons and excuses for why you're not good enough or didn't work and they have to honestly have to look at the body of work that you have. They have to look at the, the output per minute. Then they can they have a, they have a choice. They can just lie about what they're looking at and just expose to everybody else that they're a fraud and they're full of it, or they can admit that they're wrong and there might be something to it that they don't understand, or they could spend a little bit more time getting to getting to understand. So, um, yeah, that was a little that was that was a good one there towards the end. I've got two minutes here before Instagram kicks me off, but oh, Sarah said Olympic Marseille, Real Betis, and Puebla. Yeah, those were the three teams. Three games, three goals. Anthony said, not to take anything from him, but MLS is physical, and I think it was too much for him. Uh, 
what I think it is is he's a great individual player, and um, in MLS, in order to go far and actually win an MLS Cup, you have to have the buy-in of all the of all your teammates, and the the team has to be an actual team. Like no one person can be the team, and that's the beauty of MLS, and that's why Seattle won this year. You could tell those guys were a team, and they were they were down to fight for each other. And that LA team this year was not willing to fight for each other. And the team that's not willing to fight for each other doesn't win here in MLS. That's, that's how it works. Uh, but I've got 45 seconds left here. Uh, I want to thank everybody again for joining in on the live. Make sure you go and subscribe on your what podcast platform of choice right now. Go do it. PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. Go ahead and take a little screenshot of this. Post it to your social. Uh, give me a little bit of feedback as to what you're taking away uh, from the MSL. And uh, join me over on Twitter. I'm having a lot of fun over there. And I'm loving the memes that you guys are sending in. The best memes. I'm sending out free merch to those of you who send in memes. And check out the perfectsoccerskills.com slash store. We've got merch coming out. Two seconds. I'll see you guys later. Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Today's episode is also brought to you by Footpost, the number one soccer giveaway app on Apple and iOS. Download the Footpost app today.